He's <laughs> like, it's breathing fire. It's breathing fire. <laughs> yeah. And then like towards the end, it's like, oh no, he's strangling him with his tentacles. It's like, wait, we didn't know yeah. it had tentacles. <laughs> He's like, oh my god, is that my mom? <laughs> I'm Robert Therrell. I'm Chase Bridges. And we both want to be screenwriters. So listen along as we find out how. Each week we'll outline a new short film. And maybe even write some of our favorites. This is Written By. Welcome to Written By, the podcast where you pick a random topic and write a short film in yep. under an hour or something. Yep, that's a how real you, catchy... How you do it. <laughs> that's our <laughs> that's new slogan. That's a real catchy tagline. <laughs> Catch us advertising on other podcasts, just saying that. We're just going to clip that yeah. audio. <laughs> you just walk on walk on to podcast, be like, hey, Written By is a podcast where we write short films in under an hour and i know it sounds like it probably won't be that good of a short film if we wrote it in under an hour but trust us okay we don't write it though we outline it you know there's a there's a big difference between making the outline and all the fine-tuning of like actually writing the thing you haven't been writing them i've been writing them oh you have no i'm joking (laughs) okay (laughs) uh but speaking of the podcast that you guys are listening to right now we we've been getting reviews man We've been getting reviews, Chase. Not only have we been getting reviews, we've been getting five star reviews on iTunes. So if you would like to come and give us a review, feel free to you know hop on there, give us five stars. Uh, my favorite one is one that was very nice from someone named Lexington Five. They said uh, five stars. I first heard Robert through church stories and thought he was a boss. Hey. And then I heard <laughs> Chase through church stories and thought he was a boss. Whoa. And now they're collabing with a podcast. What? This is too epic. <laughs> chase and robert are both icons and their content is great can't wait to see what happens with the podcast and so far it is super dope keep it up hey that's super cool thanks what a great review yeah or girl lexington i don't know if that's a guy or girl it's probably a last name dude that's really cool though yeah we we have two like real short ones that are both five stars and one is this funny and the other one is (laughs) let's go <laughs> so yeah, I think we, I'm we pretty sure that. that was meant to be read in the the baby voice. So, <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad that I did that. <laughs> That's great. That's great. That's and, so funny. Yeah, thank you so much for all the reviews. I know in the outros I've been asking for reviews, but I didn't check to see if people actually left any. So that's super cool. Yeah, I mean i I didn't think anyone was going to listen to the podcast. Um, Same. It's like we created a podcast where like it didn't matter if people listened or not because we yeah. would still have the film. So like anyone listening is like really cool for us. This is the first ever podcast where an audience is just kind of icing on the cake. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening to this right now, you don't matter in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> It's all about me and Robert. <laughs> it's all about <laughs> us. <laughs> no, we love you all. We love you all. Keep listening. No, yeah. Thank you, guys. You know, and people in my in my personal life have been coming up to me and being like, "Yo, I love listening to the podcast," and that that means a lot to me. Just because, as as you know, me and Robert are people who like to create things and and for people to enjoy what we've been doing. That's awesome. So thank you, guys. Yeah, really means a lot. Thank you. And what what do you say we we give the people another episode? I got we can the try right here. Yeah, <laughs> we can try. That's the fun thing about this show is we don't know. It's kind of like improv. We don't know going into it what is going to happen. It could be terrible. Yeah. Every time I pick up this bowl, my heart just kind of races for a little bit. I like that. This is going to be the episode that just ends the podcast. <laughs> it's going to be the one where we hit a wall. We've we've had episodes where we were like, yeah, we're not posting that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. maybe maybe if we get enough audience one day. We'll uh, we'll like make a Patreon or something, and we'll put our our episodes that we hate on the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, there there are only two of them, but they do exist. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there'll be more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have I have drawn a topic from this bowl. Want to know what I've drawn? Oh man, I'm I get so nervous. What is it? <laughs> we drew one room. So this one was an room. idea I okay. had. Just okay. just a whole short film that takes place in one room. 
very loose, but uh, yeah. Which, if we're being real, like in in our for the things that we write in real life, we typically try to keep them down to one location, like one room. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. production, for those that don't know, production, dude, just to just to film one scene with like two people talking takes forever yeah and you add in a location move like yeah the driving and the additional setup like that takes up so much time and money like it's a thing you got to think about if you're like actually trying to shoot when we did the the fridge is haunted short film link in in the podcast description (laughs) we had to move that fridge a ton now imagine (laughs) imagine if we were like all right now we have to take this fridge to a different location (laughs) i think i told you guys at the end of that short that the next time i'm gonna i'm gonna write a short about a haunted paperclip (laughs) (laughs) yeah man that was crazy yeah which i actually over the weekend i booked our location for uh our next short we're about to shoot and even just the one location was hard enough I almost yeah. I lost I lost our original location, almost lost the backup. But you know, yeah, <laughs> one location film. Let's do it. Yeah, and then yeah, we got this. We we could do this. My problem with these is it's so broad because it's like we don't really have anything to kind of nail down. Yeah, so we gotta we gotta do that really quick. That's been that's been yeah. a huge benefit of like recording these episodes, and for me editing them is I almost get like a kind of play by play. It's like watching watching your game footage after when you're <laughs> prepping for another basketball game, you know. Yeah. And I realize that like we really have to nail something down within the, first, the first ten, 10 minutes. minutes. Have Otherwise the rough idea twenty minutes in. <laughs> spend the rest of it perfected. That's kind of that's kind of the winning strategy. Yeah, for sure. But okay, right, so, so immediately what I'm thinking of is I really like feature films that take place in one room. I think it's a really like kind of interesting, interesting challenge that people will put themselves in. And right off the bat, 12 Angry Men is a short that mm-hmm. takes place mostly in one room. Or not a short yeah, a feature. Seen- I've seen Snow White, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so 12 Angry Men. Also, uh, One Night in Miami, that movie that came out around Christmas time, it takes place just in one one hotel room for most of it. Oh, okay. So a lot of, of, like, feature films that take place all in one room are kind of, like, really dialogue-heavy, and it's, like, a lot of, like, conversations that are carrying it. Right, very, very dialogue-heavy short film. Um... I guess we just need an, an idea. Yeah, yeah. I do know of one uh, one idea I had whenever I first started writing, kind of back in college, and I never really did anything with, was I had the idea of like, you know how in, uh, in Spider-Man Homecoming, the, the dude with the fedora, when Spider-Man's doing his stuff, he sneaks into the computer lab and he's like, mm-hmm. I'm, the, I'm the man in the chair. I'm going to be on this earpiece yeah, and I'm going to talk to you. And yeah. I thought about kind okay. of doing a film about the man in the chair. So it's like maybe this dude's helping someone like rob a bank or sneak into somewhere, but we're we're only hearing the audio of the action and the whole thing is watching the man in the chair. Okay. Yeah, I like that idea. Okay. It takes place yeah. in one room. We'll have a fun character. And I love the idea of us hearing what's going on out there. And yeah. there's a lot of like comedy be had in there. It's like it's like all right, turn left. What do you see? And then you just hear a ton of machine guns going off. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's almost yeah. It's also almost a great way to do a really big action set piece on a budget without the action. Yeah, yeah. You just have the sound design. We could even like oh, this. This would be a great opportunity to do like a science fiction or something really big that we wouldn't normally oh. be able to shoot. Like a big blockbuster superhero movie, like an MCU level, but yeah. it's in one room and we just hear everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. funny. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Okay. Do we want to make it like like futuristic or space or something? I mean, I'm thinking like man in the chair, like it's probably going to be like a heist type thing. It could either be a heist or like maybe some sort of military-esque mission where people are sneaking around and then they get discovered and this person's like guiding them through. 
Yeah, so whenever the man in the chair is involved, it's usually, it's either a heist movie, like Ocean's Eleven, they had a man uh-huh. in the chair when they were breaking into the casino. Uh, superhero movies, mm-hmm. of course, they have the man in the chair that helps like the superhero like figure out, where's the exit? Um, like, I've pulled up the schematics of the building, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And is there any other instances of, of like, Kim Possible? Do you remember the show Kim Possible? I actually never watched it. No. It's oh, well, one of, they, yeah. they had a show, or they had a character, and he was the man in the chair. Uh-huh. And uh, they actually never even, like, they, they met him eventually, but, like, literally they would just, they only ever heard him. They never really saw him because he was in his bedroom. Okay. Huh. So that's cool. His name was uh, Wade. Yeah. The only other time I could think of there being a man in the chair is uh, is kind of like a like a military mission where it's like, yeah. yeah, they're sending someone into a remote location. I could picture like a like a hostage situation being cool. Like maybe the man in the chair is like guiding someone through like sneaking someone out of an enemy base or something. And then they get discovered. Mm, yeah. Or also, like, yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Like, Mission Impossible had a sequence like this yeah. where they were getting a dude out of prison. And I think, I think it's Benji, Simon Pegg's character that's behind the chair and mm-hmm. he's like opening and closing all the, all the doors. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, let's do that. So, let's do like, uh, do you want to go more action or more like spy? I think action. Like, I think, I think it's intended to be. A sneaking around spy mission, but of course something is going to go. It just keeps wrong. going wrong. That's yeah. a, that's a funny plot too. Like things just keep going terribly wrong. Ooh, what if we did a thing where like since the man in the chair is our main character, uh-huh. what if we just we keep seeing the hero, like quote unquote hero of the mission, like they just keep dying terrible deaths, uh-huh. and we just hear them. Yeah, because it's like whenever you see a movie. The man in the chair, he always is like, there's always that moment where the the radio goes dead and they're like, oh no, oh gosh. And then like 10 seconds goes by and then they're like, I'm in. And it's like, oh, thank God. I thought you were dead. What if they just keep dying for real? Like we've never seen, (laughs) we've never seen what happens when it goes wrong. Yeah. I can picture something like that. I'd have a, I'd have one character that makes it through. I think we need one person on the other end that we're following and we're invested in. Oh yeah. What if it's a team, like a team's moving in and they keep dying off one by one. And then our last dude, what we could do is, yeah. What you're saying? Like there's a team, they all keep on dying. And eventually the one dude we think is going to make it dies. And then like the hostage has to put on the headset. The man in the chair has to guide the hostage through. Oh yeah, that's cool. Okay. We could have a thing where it's like, you're the only one left. Complete the mission. And then you just hear, you just hear like an explosion. And then you yeah. hear the headset just go, like, he's like, and then he's like, oh man. Oh no, this is so bad. The mission failed. And then all you hear is, um, hello? Hello? Uh, I'm the hostage? Yes. So there's like, there's like an all is lost type moment where the last person just kind of cuts out like the man in the chair is like, oh, no. Oh, no. I failed. Dang. He's so sad. And then you just hear, uh, hello? Is this thing on? He's like, yes, yes, I'm here. I'm going to help you through <laughs> like that. Yeah, this is perfect. And I think we can do this in like five minutes. Like, yeah, it could yeah. be five pages or so. OK. OK, so, so we have a pretty solid plot like idea. Let's get this man in the chair. Since the man in the chair is our main character, we need to kind of flesh out his character a little bit more. So that way it's not just like boring. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's think about this. I feel like this person maybe like kind of has like a chip on their shoulder or something about like maybe they wanted to be out in the field, but they weren't good enough or they had something like preventing them from being out in the field. And so, like, this is the only job that they could do. Yeah. And, like, every time someone dies, he's just, like, thinking, that should have been me. But I wasn't <laughs> out there. I can't be out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what if we did where... So, man in the chair is M-I-T-C. So, what if we did the Mitch? <laughs> he's Mitch. Okay. So, it's, it's M <laughs> dot I dot T dot C-H. 
because <laughs> ch stands for chair yeah <laughs> i so like the that mitch. yeah or like yeah whatever whatever console he has is called the mitch or whatever yeah and so maybe maybe he's like this really nerdy dude not uh-huh. athletic but he he wants to be an action hero like he wants to be the hero but he's just not capable like he has asthma <laughs> i like and, that yeah and he's allergic to the sun kind of so he has to okay. take these like vitamins yeah. and it's just like <laughs> so and he he wants the best the next best thing which is being the mitch being the, the chair guy and so yeah. that can that can i think that'd be a fun character yeah yeah It'd be fun if at one point he's trying to like drink coffee while he's doing it and like spills it on something. It's like, oh no, the computer system has coffee on it or whatever. Uh, I like the idea that like man in the chair seems like it's going to be a kind of easy job because like everybody on the team, they're like the top like people in this military. They got it going on. They just need someone to tell them like which door to go through or whatever. And then when this mission goes terribly wrong and the hostage has the headset, all of a sudden, like, his job got a lot harder. And now, like, a lot is riding on just him. Yeah, I kind of like the 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 character arc of, like, at the beginning, he's, like, he wants to be a hero so bad, but yeah. he's not. And then at the end, because everybody, all of the actual, like, people out there fighting has died like the ones that usually get called the heroes you know the ones that win the matter of honor yeah they're dead so at the end of it the only person to give praise to is the mitch that's cool what if what if his dad was like a really big like military hero or something and he just somehow had the super wimpy son and everyone kind of gives a crap for it oh and yeah, so kind of he has a chip on his shoulder because of that yeah that's good i like that dude can we can we make this like sci-fi? Can we do their fighting aliens? Oh yeah, for sure. I feel like we could go as crazy as possible because exactly. I we're feel only like this hearing is, it. Yeah, this is an opportunity to like really go like far out there. So it's like the humans are fighting this other planet. Maybe like a president or a king's daughter is like captured in this alien stronghold. They're breaking yeah. them out. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So and we can we can get crazy with it too. Like I feel like we don't need to overcomplicate it by giving tons of like details. Yeah, exactly. Since it's a short, but just like throwing in like, oh my gosh, there's so many aliens. <laughs> you know? like, yeah, I'm picturing like kind of like winged creatures, so we get like the buzzing and everything. Yeah, and then like one of the soldiers is like, oh my gosh, it has forty eyes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> we just keep on like yeah because nobody it watching the short knows what they look like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's breathing fire it's breathing fire <laughs> yeah and then like towards the end it's like oh no he's strangling it with his tentacles it's like wait we didn't know yeah. it had tentacles <laughs> It's like, oh my god, is that my mom? <laughs> <laughs> it shapeshifts. <laughs> yeah, we could just that's the that I feel like that's like a big part of the comedy is that yeah. we can do whatever we want because we don't have to show it. And it doesn't have to make any sense. All right. I love this. This is great. Okay. So we would start the scene with the Mitch like getting seated in the chair, pulling up the schematics of the mission talking to all the guys maybe he's got like a picture of his dad and someone on the other end maybe like the main person we think is going to be the hero is just like yeah i'm a i'm commander whatever and oh you're uh you're 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 billy's dad billy was i I fought with him he was a good dude and yeah we just kind of established that like his dad was this big hero and now he's this dude in the chair and they're kind of you know they're kind of ragging on him for a little bit before they go in and what if instead of like having them like openly ragging on him what if they did that weird like passive aggressive thing where it's like the general walks in and and he just kind of grabs the mitch on the shoulder and he goes son i know your father was an amazing war hero with seven medal of honors single-handedly won the the great octopus war of 2029 (laughs) but don't be ashamed 
that you're just the Mitch. You're just the guy who sits in the chair. You're <laughs> you sure. hear lights snickering like. <laughs> yeah. It's like sure. The the team that you're about to talk to is giving their lives for their country. Sure, they're playing it even. Sure, you're not doing anything but sitting here telling them to turn left or right. But but you're important too, the Mitch. You're important too. Not probably not as you're not gonna win a, an award. You're not gonna win a medal. But you know we couldn't do it without you. I like that. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. There's the dialogue. Write it down. Yeah, yeah, we got it. We got it. It's great. I would have like the lead uh, space marine or whatever say that. I like the idea that like ooh the space force yeah space force the space force. <laughs> what if like instead That's a of a real thing? Yeah. <laughs> what if instead of black ops, it's like it's like gold ops or oh, yeah. ops or something? What's like what's a, a cos cosmops? What's like a space term? <laughs> this this is how sci-fi writers like work. There's what sounds remotely spacey. <laughs> Titanium ops. <laughs> Titanium ops. You know what? Gold ops and they're yeah, uh I like gold ops. Cosmo Marines. Ooh, ooh. What yeah. if instead of on a planet, okay, they're invading an enemy spaceship. So it's oh, like yeah. they're flying in real secretively. But then when everybody dies, he has to guide the hostage not only how to get out of the spaceship safely, but she also has to like find an additional spacecraft and fly her way back to their ship. And she's yeah. like never flown like a military grade spaceship before. And so he's having to walk her through that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Okay. Okay. And it, so, it kind of needs to be like this would be a great feature because you could really you know get the different acts together. Yeah. But for the short, like it could literally just be so quick. So if we're gonna do it quick, is it almost gonna be like that scene in Deadpool two where Deadpool assembles all of these superheroes? Yeah. And then like yeah. within two minutes, <laughs> like all of them die. they die. Yeah. No. Per- exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I especially like. We have the opening scene where the lead space marine is talking about his father and he sounds he's got like a Captain America type voice. He sounds like this is a dude that doesn't mess around. He's going to get the job done. This is a tough dude. And immediately once they enter the spaceship, they're alerted. We hear everyone else die. We think he's going to make it and he dies, too. And that's like maybe like a minute and a half into this. Yeah, so quick. And, and then we just we hear static in. and then the hostage. In this little segment, that's where we put in all of our like, oh my gosh, the tentacles, it's breathing fire. Like all of those jokes. Yeah. Okay. What's and a then, what's a what's a good name for like the lead space marine? Oh man. Oh man, we gotta we gotta come up with something good for this. Yeah. Um Buzz would be good if it wasn't for Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, what's a? We need a really cool, cool name. Yeah, like like Malachi. I was like kind of like Malachi already, a little bit. Have we already used Malachi for something? Did we? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Okay. Okay, we'll go with Malachi, the Space Marine. Okay, so their mission: Malachi is leading a force of Space Marines. They're gonna sneak. They're doing something with their spaceship, almost like that scene in Star Wars where the Millennium Falcon like kind of like parks on the back of a spaceship. Yeah. And they're maybe like they're doing a space walk into they're like doing a space walk. They're gonna like cut a hole, sneak inside, and then Mitch has schematics of the entire place and he's guiding them through a passageway. He knows like all the like guard rotations and stuff, like thanks to some intel. And so we're seeing him almost like like a maze like we see like enemy people like popping up on the screen and he's leading them through and they get to the prison safely they get the hostage out safely and then just everything goes wrong yeah can we almost imply that like maybe it was mitch's fault that it went wrong or maybe they they just had like some faulty intel but he still like kind of feels guilty for it hmm i like i like the idea of it being uh malachi the space marine's fault you know, like okay. I feel like okay. th- with the the theme that we're kind of giving is, you know, the, the Mitch, the man in the chair, he's a hero too, you know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so this is kind of the, the the example of these guys messed it up big time, and it was the man in the chair that saved the day. You know. Okay. Yeah. 
what if like Mitch suggests for him to do maybe the way they're breaking him out of the prison is like too loud or maybe he's not doing it at the right time or whatever. Cause like, that's the point it goes wrong is like when or shortly after they freed the hostage. Okay. So it's like, all right, Mitch, we've got the hostage. Which way do we get out of here? And, uh, Oh, what if, you know, what if, Oh, this is like a, this is a, both a joke and also a simple mistake. Okay. He's like, all right, Mitch, which way out of here left. And then Mitch goes right. As in like, no, go right. Uh huh. But the dude <laughs> takes it to mean like, correct. Okay. So they turn left and then that's when the monsters are there and they're just like tearing them apart. Okay. I actually, I really like that because it almost, it gives us the best of both worlds. Like technically it was Malachi that messed up, but also Mitch does feel a little guilty. So like when everyone dies, that's going to have him really in his feelings. And then when that hostage comes on the radio, he's going to be extra energized to get them out. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so far. Mitch is briefing everyone on the operation. Malachi talks about his dad establishing that, like, he had fought with him and he was a hero. And we just see Mitch kind of being wimpy in the chair. Mitch guides them as they cut a hole into the ship. He guides them throughout the corridors, around the guards and stuff. They cut the hostage out. Malachi's like, okay, which way now? Do we go left? And he's like, right. And then he goes yeah. right, and you just hear a bunch of gunshots. Yeah. These like just aliens' chaos. wings and stuff. People screaming, like, oh no, fire. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's got the tentacles or whatever. <laughs> All the jokes go right here. All of the, the, the comedy is in this part. Yeah. I want to, like, a- after we get the full outline, I kind of want to revisit this part and just kind of <laughs> come up with ideas for the, yeah. the aliens. But okay, so everyone dies. Radio silence. It could even be a thing where Malachi's like, I'm the only one left, Mitch. What do I need to do? I got to get this hostage out. Oh, my God. And then it's just like, <laughs> dead quiet. Yeah. He hears some more rustling. <laughs> Hello? Hello? I'm... I'm the hostage. How do I get out of here? Please help me. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Yeah, this is great. So this is good. Like, I would picture this as, like, maybe, like, two minutes of, like, setup. And, like, the real beat of the short is, like, him guiding the hostage out. Yeah. And at this point, it's, like, there's no, there's not going to be a whole lot of, like, sneaking around. So he's got to, like, kind of fight their way out. What's a good hostage name? What's our hostages deal? Well, for a second, I was like, well, what if the hostage is Mitch's dad, the war hero? Huh. So at the end, not only is he considered a hero, but his dad's proud of him, you know? Oh, that's actually, yeah, that's kind of fun. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So his dad, what's what's like a Medal of Honor winning name? Well, actually, on second thought, if Mitch's dad is like a war hero... That is not going to seem like an accomplishment for Mitch to get him out. That's true. I guess we kind of we do need someone that's like not a fighter at all. Like I was picturing like some like president's son or daughter or something. Okay. Okay. The president's son or daughter. I like that. They could be like in their 20s, like early 20s. They're like super, super like dumb. (laughs) It's like that Ridley Scott movie. Did you see that one where... uh, the one Kevin Spacey was supposed to be in, but then they cut him. But oh, it's about yeah. like a billionaire's son getting kidnapped. Yeah. So the president, should we do son or daughter? Uh, I, I feel know. like we have a lot of dudes so far. Yeah, so maybe yeah, we should add a daughter. female okay. character. Yeah. What's a good name? Um, Mary Edwards. Mary Edwards. I, I say that name because Mary Edwards Walker is the only woman to ever receive the Medal of Honor. Oh, wow. Okay. I kind of like that. Uh, so Mary Edwards. Or I don't know. Can we change Edwards to something like kind of spacey, you know? Oh, it's sci-fi. I see what you're saying. <laughs> okay. Mary Moonwalker. You know, that's pretty cool. Yo, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like President Moonwalker's daughter, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> cool. President Moonwalker's daughter, Mary. Mary Moonwalker. <laughs> so at this point, we just need to come up with an entertaining action scene of them getting mary moonwalker out of a spaceship 
full of killer aliens and then guiding her flying a spaceship that she doesn't know how to fly while yeah. potentially being shot at. And just something that, like, you know, is well-structured in a story sense and is fun just listening to. Yeah, so, like, I feel like we're not going to be able to, like, because we're we're only hearing it, we don't want to be like, okay, now go down to the left, turn right. All right, by your, by your head should be a panel. You know, like, I don't want four minutes of that. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of got to be something a little bit more exciting. So maybe it's like... She picks up the headset. She's like, hello? Hello? I, this is this is Mary Moonwalker. Uh, I'm like 18. I've never fired a gun before. I'm very scared. And then, you know, the Mitch, he's like, we'll have him be pretty young too. Because, yeah. uh, you know, he could be like, because they're both kind of in parallel situations, if that makes sense. Like, yes. his, yeah. his dad was a war hero. Her dad is the president of the earth or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, uh, and they're both in uncomfortable situations. So she's like, um, what do I do? And, and the Mitch is like, all right, um, I've got the schematics pulled up. Uh, what do you see around you? And she's like, uh, a lot of dead bodies. Um, mm. the aliens left. They went, uh, they, <laughs> they went, <laughs> I just, while I was saying that, what uh-huh. if, uh, towards the end, like she's almost to the spaceship, and she and she's like, which way is the spaceship? Left? And he goes, right. No, turn right. Turn right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fun. That's fun. Okay. <laughs> so he almost made the same mistake. He, he <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So yeah, let's have immediately. What if she picks up the uh yeah, what if she picks up the headset that was on malachi after like a few moments of static and she's like the aliens are still around i've been playing dead but they're they're out of this immediate room yeah playing dead i like that i'm trying to think what are what are some problems that like specifically could be solved by a man in the chair all right so first she's got to go the right way right Mm -hmm. he's got to find maybe it's a thing where um all right, we're gonna we're gonna put you back on track of what uh, what the guys were gonna do. All right, you're gonna need to to go back right, the right hallway, go mm-hmm. back to the place where you were held hostage, and go through the right corridor. When you get down that corridor, uh, there's gonna be a big panel that'll lead you straight to our ship. You can get out of there. So she she starts making her way. That corridor has been like destroyed. Yeah, it's stuck. And he's like, okay, well I'm pulling up the schematics. You're gonna have to go straight through the ship's cafeteria unnoticed <laughs> uh, yeah. to, to get to their, to their spaceships, their alien spaceships. And so now it becomes a thing of like, well, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to make it through the cafeteria? And you know, the Mitch is like, ah, and he's like looking at his computer and he's typing a bunch of stuff. And he's like, I can cause a fire alarm distraction, but it'll only last for about 30 seconds before they realize what's happening. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, like that kind I'll, of thing. Yeah. That's fun. I like the idea of uh, of it being reminiscent of the scene in Apollo 11 where everything on the spaceship has gone wrong and they just bring in a big box of like all this like random gear that they have in the ship, just like some pneumatic tubes and stuff. They dump it all at the table. It's like, okay, this is what we got. How are we going to get them out with like all this? I can even picture like what if she has to like go through the cafeteria and he just has some like creative problem solving moments where he's like, wait a minute, there there are food carts somewhere. I could cause a fire alarm distraction. You're going to have to book it to the food cart or something. OK, yeah, yeah. Hide under that. I've I've studied all of uh, our intel like religiously. So I know every every day at like 1245, they move uh, the coffee cart to get refilled or whatever yeah so it's like get in the coffee cart and she jumps into the like underneath the coffee cart the coffee cart's moving he's like they should have parked it right beside the left entrance door so that way when people are leaving they can grab their coffee and it's like she's like okay the cart moved and she peeks out and she's like okay i'm right by an exit and he was like do you see a large green sign that says but it's an alien language and it says dash large l looking shape 
cue, uh-huh. but instead of a little squiggly that's through the circle, it's an X. And she's like, yeah, that's it. And he's like, that's the exit. Get through that door. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. That's fun. All right. And we need we need one thing to go, like, really wrong. You can everything, like, go right. Well, I almost I, like the idea that uh, <laughs> you said something about, like, uh, they have to go through a corridor, but the corridor, you know, is taking their aliens there. What yeah. if at one point, like, a gunfight breaks out or something? And th- this would be a great, like, audio gag where it's like, he's like, all right, now you got to go through the left corridor. She goes like, uh, there is no corridor. And it's like, no, I'm pretty sure. Is there just a wall? It's like, no, there's no corridor. Like, it's been blown to smithereens. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> just funny. Look at that space. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I think I think we're on the right track. She gets to the spaceships, the alien spaceships. And it's a thing where he's like, all right, you're going to have to hop on one of those alien spaceships and fly out of here. And she's like, I don't know how to fly these things. And he's like, I'm uh-huh. going to walk you through it. And so this can be like the big moment of suspense where she she gets on the ship. She gets the ship started or maybe and we can make it super simple, man. Like what if we uh-huh. what if she's like, all right, there's two buttons here. And she's like, one says start or one of them is Basically, what I'm trying to get to is what if that moment of suspense is there's a button that starts it and there's a button mm-hmm. that causes it to self-destruct. <laughs> and and the, the suspense comes in from like which button does which. Yeah. She's like, there's a green button and a red button. And that's all that's in here. And he's like, that's all that's in there? Like, There's no like steering wheel? She's like, no, it's just a green button and a red button. And he's like, ah, <laughs> uh, well – Green means go. And she goes, to us? But maybe that means to blow up an alien. <laughs> and then so the, the big suspense is she's like, all right, I'm just going to press a button. And she presses the button and it goes and all, like, all you hear is like an explosion, you know? And he's like, no. Yeah. But that explosion was the thrusters. Yeah. What if what if it's more like an escape pod? So she yeah, she only has to press the one button. Yeah okay yeah all right that's cool that's cool and then maybe there's a bit where like she's managed to press the right button but we hear like some gunfire and there are like some alien starfighters that are shooting at her yeah he's got to like train her how to like use like the escape pod gun or whatever Mm. and we can really do the bit here where i I want her to have like a heroic moment because i don't like the damsel in distress kind of archetype yeah, because I feel like it's overplayed. So, like, what if she had this moment where she's like, he's like, I'm looking up. I'm trying to figure out which button does which. Just give me like two minutes. And she's like, I don't have two minutes. They're right outside. And he's like, you just got to hold on just for a minute. Come on. And she's she's like, I got this. I'm grabbing this gun. And then, like, we only hear it. <laughs> right. So She goes, yo. Yeah. And she grabs the gun and you just hear her just like, die. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I just killed like 40 people. (laughs) And then she goes, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen. I shot one bullet. It ricocheted off of one of their heads, hit the hit the fire extinguisher that's on the wall, caused the rest of them to freeze up, hit the roof, fell back down and hit the last one in the head. Like, what are the odds? All right. I really like that. We could we could change it a little bit to like really work at the audio medium, where it's like there's a really tense moment where she's like, oh, no, like 50 aliens are coming. They're about to see me. There's a tense moment. We hear a bunch of gunfire. And he's like, oh, no, she's dead. And then we just hear it like, yippee that was me. I shot the, I shot like 40 people. Man, their blood is like rainbow. I've never seen rainbow blood before. And then you just hear Oh, it tastes like Skittles. This is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get some of these ideas and organize them. So, what are what are like our big gags throughout this uh, escaping sequence? Because we have she's going to she's going to like go the initial way out, but then there are people there. Malachi's yeah. got to think. He comes up with a way to like kind of hide her, and he's like, "Okay, you're not going to make it to the spaceship, but I'm finding." escape pods you're gonna have to go further into the ship so this is gonna be dangerous she has to go she has to go through the cafeteria yeah and that'll be like malachi's big like problem solving thing and then uh not malachi oh mitch that's right yeah Yeah. okay malachi's dead (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
so Mitch manages to like get her covertly like snuck through the cafeteria where there are a ton of aliens. She comes out of the cart and he's like, all right, go this way, go this way. And then he's like doing all this stuff like, okay, I could set off a fire alarm here. That'll give you some time to run here or whatever. But then she's like, oh no, they're all coming this way. It's like, look around. What do you have? Uh, I I have this gun, but I don't know how to use it. I have this thing over here. I have a coffee. And he's like, "Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. They're closing. We hear a lot of gunshots. She's like, yeah, that was me. I figured out how to use the gun. And he's like, all right, we got to go. We got to go. He's guiding her through like more corridors. I think we need one more like kind of like smart gag where it's like he solved this problem that managed to get her to the escape pods. We have the escape pod moment. She flies hmm. out and she's yeah. Safe. What if there's I mean, we, we do have the moment where which button does what, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm always thinking like a. What if, if we could like maybe establish something that like Malachi's doing that like manages to get her out? Like what if, okay, he's like, since he's the man in the chair, he's like drinking coffee throughout this whole thing. He gets really nervous at one point and like spills the coffee. And that's what gives him the idea. Wait, the, the cafeteria carts. I've, uh, mm, I've studied yeah. everything that goes on in this ship. I know that they switch the, the food carts at this time. And maybe there's like one more thing like that. What what if what if there's something like a story his dad told him or something that would like give him some unique intel? Huh. Yeah. And it's like so it can be kind of a thing. So this is after the cafeteria, but before the space pod. Yeah, I think that would that would just like another like big moment that would give us like rule of threes, like three different mm-hmm. things happen. So there's something in between her and the space pod. And it's not like an alien because we have the moment where she shoots up all the aliens right after. Yeah. Um, okay, what if this could be fun? What if there are just simply too many aliens for her to like go all the way to the center of the ship where like the escape port is? Mm-hmm. So maybe he's just leading her from the prison to like the nearest window which is close to the cafeteria she's stolen one of the spacesuits from the space marines and she has to like smash the window and like spacewalk for a few seconds and like enter the escape pod from the outside okay so maybe the problem is how do you smash space glass yeah and then he's like and then he remembers oh my dad when he won his third medal of honor he, he he when he told me the story he had to smash space glass and all he had to use was a certain material that aliens never expected to be so strong human teeth <laughs> oh okay what if what if there's something with the alien guns where it's like these aliens they don't just have triggers it's like they're like linked to their thoughts like when they touch the gun they become one oh. with the gun and it's like the common knowledge is like humans can't use the alien guns, but he's like, wait a minute. My dad told a story once where he, uh, I don't know, he gripped it with his foot or like he bit it or whatever, or he like took a severed alien hand and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea. We just got to come up with a, how she uses it. Yeah. Uh, so how does the gun work? The gun aliens use these guns. They don't have a trigger. They, Oh, maybe it's because humans only have two hands. They have three hands. You have to have three hands. Okay. Right? So you have to pull all three triggers at the same time. But she only has two hands. So he's like, (laughs) he's like, my dad told me a story about how he he tried to use an alien gun, but he didn't have enough hands because all of his teammates were dead. And so he simply just broke one of the handles off. (laughs) Or maybe it's a thing where like his dad, like, uh, his dad had perfect teeth and he pulled out his dental floss and like tied it on one of the triggers and that's how he Ooh, used it we we could do we could do uh yeah she has to use like a rope or something so like her shoelace what if what if she uses her hair and it's like my dad oh, had this perfect flowing like thor hair and he tied a strand of his hair to it <laughs> <laughs> Well, so let's do this moment where they kind of work together on it. So it's yeah, like, yeah, he's like, ah, oh, let me think. My dad told me a story where he used uh, his belt 
to to pull the third trigger do you have a belt on and she's like no i don't i don't have a belt on but i have my hair and he's like perfect use your hair and then she does that yeah yeah well actually i don't know now that i'm thinking about it practically would the human hair work i don't know but uh, maybe she could have like a this is a real like apollo 11 moment where it's like okay what are you wearing uh ooh, you know it would be really nerve-wracking Wait, no. I was about to say, what if there's like a parachute on the suit that she's supposed to use and she has to like use the parachute cord, but uh, it's space and there's no air. So, (laughs) (laughs) okay, but it's like, they're like, okay, can you use a belt? No, I don't have a belt. Can you use a shoelace? It's like, no, I have boots on. Uh, Is there something with the, uh, the the meal cart she was in? Maybe. All right. So, what if we, what if we backtrack a little bit? What if instead of it, what if so she she gets out of the cafeteria, but now there's a door between her and the space pod. Okay. And she doesn't have any way through this door. She's got to find a way to blast through this door. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm trying to override the door, but it's not working. You're going to have to blow it up. She's like, with what? I don't have anything to blow it up. And he's like, look around. What do you ha- what do you see near you? And maybe she's like, ah, oh, there's there's some this there's this. Oh, maybe we could do this because it is aliens. So they're like, yeah, uh, there's a. There's just a fruit bowl with avocados in it. And he's like, uh-huh. wait, did you just say avocados? And she was like, yeah, but that's just a vegetable. Like, that's not going to help us here. And he goes, no, to aliens, they grow avocados and they explode when they reach a certain temperature. <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, how do we do this? He goes, I will drop this. I will drop the entire temperature of the ship from here. Put a bunch of avocados near that door. <laughs> So she lays out all the avocados, and he's like, "Now back up!" And he lowers the temperature of the sh- of the ship from his, you know, from his chair, and then they just start blowing up, ba ba ba, and she gets through the door. Okay, listen, huh. man, you're not going to get much better than avocado bombs. Okay, <laughs> I was about to say I like the idea of the bomb, but maybe not an avocado. <laughs> that that belongs on our other podcast, Avocados Anonymous. <laughs> Hey man, it's cross promotion. It's just like blatant product placement for our fake podcast. <laughs> we also need a seatbelt bit in here at some point. Oh yeah, when she gets in the space pod, she's like, "What kind of seatbelt is this?" I don't know. Or no, it's like, "Oh, I know what kind of seatbelt this is because I listen to seatbelts <laughs> or whatever we call okay. it." All right, you know what? Out of all that though, I do like the door idea. There's a door okay. that's shut. He can't open it the way he's opened all the other ones. They've like they've gotten hip to the fact that there's a dude like hacking into their system. They've yeah. locked him out. So he needs to walk her through breaking through the door. Maybe maybe it's a thing where like I made a joke a minute ago where I was like human teeth is stronger than what aliens thought. And so maybe she can like she can break glass with a human too. So he's like, you're gonna have to like knock one of your teeth out. Yeah. Ooh, sort of going off that. You ever see like the MythBusters episode where it's like, okay, if your car like falls into the water, here are these common like objects you might have in your car that you use to break the windshield or whatever. Yeah. What if since since this dude's dad was this big war hero, he knows everything that's in the suits, and he's like. You have this, you have this. And he's like, wait a minute. There is a screwdriver in there. If you unscrew the panel next to the thing, you can plug in this thing and I could like hack it manually. And so she does that while she's doing that. The aliens are marching towards her. She's like, oh, no, there are like 50 of them coming this way. Mm. He's like, Mm -hmm. plug it in. It's uploaded. It's uploaded. It's uploaded. And then we hear all the gunfire. And then we have the gag where it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah let's do that yeah let's do that all right so the door opens it's like there should be a window right in front of you blast through it put on your helmet blast through it and then we hear the audio of like poof, like space just like the silence like, yeah he's like all right yeah. use your your jet packs fly south on the ship there's the escape pod uh cut through it or whatever oh wait no you have you have like the, the your your cutting tool uh cut through the Wait, no, she can't have a cutting tool because then she would have cut through the door. Yeah, I, I think you know what? Think, you know what? She's just maybe she doesn't have the escape pod. She's just like jetpacking through space. No, I like the idea of the space pod. 
Okay, okay. Because I really think the which button is self-destruct and which one is start Ooh, is Ooh, you know what she does? She goes through the trash vent. There's, there's like a vent that like spills out garbage. She's got to crawl in it, but they have to time it perfectly so no garbage is shot out while she's in there. Or it's going to oh, hit yeah. her and she'll die. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, he studied the schematics and he's like, okay, so the garbage chute is like right next to the escape pods. There should be a vent where you could sneak in, but we got to time it perfectly because they like shoot this trash out at like 100 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. And then she's in. We get the final moment. She crawls out of the vent. He's like, uh, okay, do I do I go left? Right. I mean left. I mean left. God. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> you get the bit. Okay. So there's one button that's going to launch you. And there's another that might self-destruct it. So I don't know. I don't know which one it is. Okay. I like the idea that like you, you said something before there being a gag that like the alien language is different. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. all the letters are different. So you get a a great moment that plays into the audio medium where it's like she's trying to describe all the letters on the thing. And he's like, yeah. And you see him like pulling out a piece of paper and drawing what she says and trying to decipher which one is the alien. And then finally he's like, okay, I think it's the right one. And she's like, I hope you're right, Mitch. And he's like, no. And she's like, what are you screaming about? It was the right button. <laughs> it's like, that, that was a happy scream. I'm coming home. It's like, oh, okay, great. Okay. So I think that brings us to the end. One more idea I had is like, with most like space marines, when they finish a mission, it like looks all epic. It's like they're flying away from a spaceship that's blowing up or something and they all look cool. But for the man in the chair, he like he finishes the mission and it's like, oh, I just did that. I had this really excited, like almost borderline traumatic experience. He like walks out of the office that he was in and there's just like a break room full of people that are just like casually drinking coffee and cutting it up. And like no one knows what this dude just went through. <laughs> well, I, I kind of like the idea of maybe the general was there the whole time with him like sitting on like the edge of his seat watching and that because you like say say if we produce this that would give us another element to film during it because you'd be like oh oh my god but also at the end there after they she completes it she gets into the space pod and she leaves he goes oh thank god and he takes his headset off and he just crumbles back in his chair and the general walks up puts his hand on his shoulder and goes mitch i think you just got yourself a medal of honor Ooh, can we Can we combine both of those where it's like he's been in the room alone. He walks out. Everyone's just kind of going about their normal life. And it's a really like kind of shocking thing for him where he's breathing heavy. And then he sees in the midst of the break room, the general sitting there. He's leaned back, just like kind of slow claps, puts his hand on his shoulder. He's like, I think you just got a Medal of Honor, kid. Your dad would be proud. You just saved the president's daughter, son. <laughs> Dude, I think I think I think we got something here. I think we did it. Heck yeah, man. All right. I got this outlined. I think we could go over it. All right. So we start. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right. Before we go over this outline, uh, do we have final names? Is is we have Malachi as being Malachi's the, uh, the, the hero. Guy. Mitch. Are we naming him Mitch? I think is I think it should be the Mitch, like I the man in the chair, the Mitch. Oh, okay. They don't even say his real name. They're just like you're the Mitch. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's like he doesn't even deserve a real name. He. <laughs> yeah. So what's the what's the hostage? Oh wait, no, Mary Moonwalk. Mary Walker. Moonwalker. Yeah. yeah. What would his dad's name be? Uh, President Moonwalker. Oh, oh no, uh, his Mitch's dad. Is, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, his dad's name is. Hold on, give me just one second. Uh. Yeah. Because I had a name. James. James. Okay. Lieutenant, Lieutenant, Lieutenant James, James. Yeah. Chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You find out at the end, uh, Mr. Mitch's chair, name. you just you got, a, you got yourself a Medal of Honor. It's like, wait, your name was Chair the whole time? That's hilarious. No wonder you became a Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go over this outline. 
So, before we start, keep in mind, all of this short is taking place in one room. We're watching the man in the chair, and we're hearing audio of the action that's happening on this alien spaceship. So we start with our Mitch. M-I-T-C stands for man in the chair. He's setting up his office. There's a bunch of computer screens and like sci-fi looking consoles around him. Maps displayed of the spaceship. He puts on his headset and we hear a bunch of space marines. The main one that's talking, his name is Malachi, has a real heroic, tough sounding voice. He's like, all right, let's go get this hostage. Mitch is kind of walking them through what's gonna happen where he's like, all right, so you guys are parked. You'll only be able to be there covertly for about 40 minutes before their scanners pick you up. So you gotta cut a hole in the spaceship and then I'm gonna guide you through. I have all this intel with how the guards move and where everything is. I could open the doors, but we only have like 40 minutes, so I'm gonna guide you through the hallways. And our hostage is the president's daughter, Mary Moonwalker. You're gonna break her out of the jail, and I'm gonna lead you out real quick. And he's like, yeah, sounds good. Hey, you're a, you're Lieutenant James's kid, aren't you? It's like, uh, yeah, I am. It's like, I, I fought with him. Your father was a great man, real heroic dude, really did a lot with his life. A lot of people are just content to like sit around in chairs and do nothing and look at screens, but he actually like made a difference. And I think that was really cool. And he's like, uh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> As he's sitting in a chair, looking at a screen, the mission starts. We see uh, on Mitch's main screen, you got a big map of the spaceship and a little dot where all the all the marines are moving he's like all right take a left we see a dot with like an alien guard he's like oh there's a guard over there take a left i'm gonna I'm a move you over here take another right and all goes pretty smoothly and then they're like all right you're at the prison you can break her out we hear like some really soft like laser cutting as the dude comes out malachi's like all right we've secured the hostage time to make it back and then which way do I go? Do I go left? And Mitch is like, right. And he's like, okay. And he's like, wait, wait, no, I meant correct. Like go left. And then you just hear a bunch of gunfire and a bunch of aliens and there's a bunch of screeching and we hear Marines starting to die. And it's like, oh no, I, I got fire breath on me. It's like, oh no, it's got like 10 eyes. It's like, oh no, the tentacles strangling that dude. <laughs> And then Malachi's like, I'm the only one left. I've secured Moonwalker. Which way do I go? It's like, go left. He's like, all right. And then you just hear really big flames, fluttering wigs, just about every horrific sound you can think of. Like, we don't know what the hell this alien is, but it sounds scary. And you just hear static. Like, the radio's dropped and there's just static. Mitch is looking worried. He's sighing like, oh no, I've failed. I've gotten everyone killed. And then we just hear a woman's voice. Hello? Is this thing on? Which is like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I, I, I'm, I'm Mary. You got, you got to get me out of here. Everyone's dead. They all, they, they impaled him with their horns. <laughs> it's like, they have horns? Okay. <laughs> so he tries to get Mary through the original way where it's like, okay, take a left. He's like, oh, there are like 20 aliens over there. I can't do that. He's like, okay. Uh, so the original way, you can't go back to the spaceship. I think what we're going to have to do is you're going to have to go through the escape pod. But, uh, oh no, it's at like the bottom of the ship. You're going to get caught. People are going to see you. Uh, the quickest way to do it, I think, is you're going to have to go to a window. You could take one of the, the Marine spacesuits. You're going to have to do a spacewalk. You're going to have to break a window, jump out into space, and then fly yourself to the escape pod and enter from the outside. He's like, uh, okay, okay, I think I can do that. I think I can do that. It's like, okay, great. So take take one of their suits and let's get going. She's leading her down a hallway. He's like, oh no, everyone's on high alert. There are more guards than usual. Uh, what, what am I going to do? Earlier, when everybody died, he was taking a sip of coffee and he spilt it on himself. And he's still got like a coffee stain on his pants. He looks down at his pants. He's like, oh, coffee. There's a window near the cafeteria. All right, what you could do is I've studied the schematics. I've studied the schedules and everything. They usually wheel a food cart from the meeting room back to the kitchen at about this time. 
If you turn to your left, you're gonna see the cart get in that real quick. She does. We hear her being wheeled towards the kitchen. It's like, all right, you're gonna have to make a break for it. Go out now. And she comes out and we hear a bunch of aliens starting to yell, shoot at her. So aliens are chasing her now. They know where she is. It's like, okay, take a left, take a right. All right, now go straight ahead. The mirror should be ahead. He's like, oh no, there's a door. It's shut, it's blocked. He's like, oh no. He tries to open the door, access denied. He's like, oh no, I think they know that I'm hacking their system. I can't get in. What are, what are we gonna do? What, what do you got in that suit? She's looking through things in the suit. He's like, oh, I have, I have this gun, but I don't know how to use it. I've got a, this thing. I have of this thing he's like wait a minute there's a screwdriver in there he like looks at a picture of his dad he's like wait i know from my dad's suit there's a screwdriver in there there should be a panel beside the door i think you could use it to unlock the panel you should have like a thumb drive in in one pocket you could use that to connect to me and i can manually override the door She's like, you get a real tense moment if she's trying to unscrew the panel, put the flash drive in. As we're hearing, like, 20 aliens start to march towards her. You see an upload screen pop up. He's like, 20% uploaded, 30% uploaded. It's like, oh no, oh no. She's like, they're coming, they're coming. And we just hear a bunch of gunfire. He's like, oh no, oh no, she didn't make it. And we just hear go, woohoo, I just killed like 20 of them. Just found out how to use this gun last minute. Wow. That felt really good. That was great. It's like, okay, it's the door open. I got the door open. Now uh, go go through it. You should see a window. Put put the helmet on, shoot the window, and jump. It's like, oh no, a bunch of aliens are chasing me. Oh no. And then she shoots the window. We hear the blast and then a bunch of silence as she's out in space. It's like, okay, I'm in space. It's like, all right. You go down, I'm gonna lead you, you're gonna enter through the trash chute, but we gotta time it perfectly because they shoot trash out at like 100 miles per hour, and if they shoot it and you get hit, you're probably gonna die. And so she's waiting there, he's like, all right, now, go, go, go. She's going, she's going, we hear the trash chute like gearing up to like shoot some waste out. It's like, oh no, oh no, you gotta go, there should be a vent right beside you, go, go, go. She breaks through it, trash just barely messes her. It's like, all right. Uh, is there an alien there? Pew. He's like, already shot it. It's like, okay, great. <laughs> she enters the escape pod. He's like, all right, there should be a bunch of buttons with some weird letters, like an L, but it also kind of looks like a Q, and there's an X instead of the, the squiggly line or whatever. He's like, okay, uh, I'm going to describe these letters. I'm going to try to get them. He's like, okay. He's looking at the screen. A bunch of guards are headed towards the escape pod. He's like, oh no, we got to hurry up. She's trying to describe these letters. We see him drawing them on a piece of paper and he's like checking it against a little like English to alien language sheet. He's like, okay, I think I know which one it is. It's either the start button or the self-destruct button, but we don't have any time. Press this button. It's like, oh no, uh, should I? He's like, yeah, go for it. We hear aliens coming towards me. He's like, go for it. She presses the button. She make it we hear some more static it's like oh no oh no and then we just hear go yeah we did it i'm coming home it's like yes all right i got her she's safe she's like thanking him she's like no problem you did great you shot like 20 aliens that was that was super cool and then he takes the headset off as the console turns off takes a deep breath he's like man okay he opens the door to the office it's super bright compared to this room he's been in the whole time. His eyes adjust. There are just a bunch of people casually in a break room drinking coffee, having light conversation, all happy. He's taking a moment to adjust to the experience he just had versus this. And then he sees in the back of the break room the admiral of the Space Marines. He's looking at him. He nods. Just gives a slow clap. Walks up to him, puts a hand on his shoulder. He's like, Mr. Chair, you did great. I think you just earned yourself a medal of honor. Your dad would be proud. Your dad, James Chair. Your last name's Chair. He's like, oh, cool. It's real emotional for him. <laughs> Cut to black. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> this one's one of my favorites. I like this one. I think so too. Yeah, I would love to. I love to like try to write it and just see what happens. I feel like a. A lot of this action stuff, like you really do like get into the nitty gritty of it when you're like actually scripting Writing it out. It, yeah. I think it could be a little better, but I think we definitely have like a great starting point. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is good stuff. 
yeah, dude, I'm I'm pretty happy with this. Yeah, I'd be in, I'd be interested to explore this one more. Yeah, it's definitely a great excuse to like do a sci-fi thing on a low budget, which is fun. Oh yeah, because and I I just love the gags of the all of it being heard and not seen. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Do we do we have any title ideas? I think just, I think it should be called the Mitch. The Mitch. And then it's, you know, capital M, period, I, period, T, period, C, capital C-H. Huh. Should it be called Man in the Chair? Or maybe it's like the Mitch parentheses Man in the Chair or something? I, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like we need something to indicate, like, that it's about a Man in the Chair or something. I, uh, yeah. Maybe, yeah, I mean, like, could, Mission we, Control or something? We could probably just do Man in the Chair. Okay. And then yeah. we can, you know, we can shorten it. And like people can be like, oh yeah, you know Mitch, man in the chair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. And that that gets them used to like using our word or our acronym, Mitch. Yeah, dude, I'm cool with that. Heck yeah. All right. All right. So I just gotta yeah. say our our outro. Yeah. Say All the right. same <clears> thing, <throat> Chase. <sighs> this is my favorite part every week. <clears throat> <laughs> okay sorry i forgot it for like one second <laughs> you always why do you always forget it it's <laughs> i don't know i think i just like i hype it up too much in my head where i'm like this is so important chase don't mess this oh, up oh yeah and i just forget it all right uh, all right um and this has been man in the chair written by robert therrell and chase bridges Oh no, it's got tentacles and horns. <laughs> it's breathing fire and water at the same time. What do we do? <laughs> breathing water. Hey, what's up? Thank you so much for listening to that episode. Hope you enjoyed our, uh, our kind of audio-driven, one-room sci-fi short. I'm honestly a big fan of it. To spend a lot of time editing that. There's over 100 audio tracks in the, in the project file, but hey turned out great i think at least but hey if you have an idea for a story topic that goes in that bowl we draw from at the beginning of each episode you could email that to written by podcast at gmail.com again that's written by podcast at gmail.com i'm robert chase is the co-host you can find me at robert two underscores isaac or chase at chase bridges two underscores our cover art is made by Taylor Logry. She's at Taylor Logry Design. And this song right here, this banger, was produced by myself and Andrew Simmons. You can find him at Music by Drew. Anyway, you know the drill. Subscribe, share, leave an iTunes review if you haven't. We're a new show. We're trying to grow. Share with all your friends. For all y'all that have been riding with us, thanks so much. And we'll see you next week.